My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag These private flights, Miami nice, these Gucci bags full of cash What's going on, family? It's your man, Taysway here once again And I got another Money Monday here with my man, my brother, my best friend E in the building, what's good, what's bro? Good? I'm back, let's go, <laughs> excited Yes, sir, so we want to actually come and, and bring you all something that I think is going to be very helpful uh, in during these times. You know, right now we're in a very, very bearish or red market. A lot of people are down in their 401ks, their portfolios, in life. <laughs> <laughs> these times bring very depressed, very, you know, just anxious times. And I want to... You know, bring in some things and let you all know what we're doing during these times, how we're, you know, staying afloat as far as uh, mentally afloat, staying afloat physically, staying afloat emotionally, because these are times that, you know, you can get pretty emotional. So we're going to talk about that and then maybe even give some advice uh, on, on what you can do and how you can kind of maneuver through these times. So uh, before we get started, I want to, like always, I want to say this. If you have any questions, if you want us to talk about a topic, whatever that may be, leave us a five-star review. And in that review, put your question, put the topic, whatever it is, tell me how much you love me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll go from there. I'll go through and I'll make sure I answer those in a timely manner. All right. So, my man, what, what are you doing in these times? You know, markets, you know, very red. Um, you know, S&P's in bear market now, Nasdaq's in bear market, and now they're saying real estate's coming next. Yeah. You're the real estate guy. So yeah, yeah. What, you, yeah. what do you think? Well, I think, you know, the one thing that impacts real estate, you know, and we talked about it before, is, you know, the cost increase during inflation. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the stuff we're starting to see is kind of the domino effect, which is the interest rates starting to tick mm -hmm. up. Um, and what that is, is it's impacting people's buying power. Right. Um, I'll say this, you know, I own real estate and for a lot of people that do own real estate, you know, what they're doing now is they're keeping pace, right, with inflation. Mm -hmm. So you, if you are a renter, you're feeling this, right? You, you either are paying more in rent or you're starting to get those notices. Mm -hmm. um, their rent is going up. But I mean, for me personally, some of the strategies I'm looking at now is, you know, some of the properties that I had, of course, try to lock in lower interest rates. Um, and then honestly, some of the stuff I'm looking at, projects that are coming up, it's like, hey, like, how do I, how do I make sure that, you know, these rising interest rates aren't something that, you know, impact me in a way that not necessarily stop me from doing business, but I get in a tough spot. Right. But um, personally, and from a mental standpoint, I always like to think about it. Look, you got another day, mm -hmm. right? From an optimistic standpoint, it, it's, it, you're in a, you may be in a down spot now, but things are gonna get better. You can roll the clock back 15, 20 years. Interest rates were in the double digits. Mm -hmm. So we're still half, right? It's still half of what, you know, money used to cost to borrow, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in, in the 90s. And so just knowing that and being aware of it, like we, we were talking about this earlier, go back and study, mm -hmm. right? Like, like learn the strategies and the things that people did during those times to really be successful. And you and I have the benefit, you know, we're young, relatively mm -hmm. speaking, right? So for us to look at the next three, four or five years, uh, start making a plan. But I just I would just advise people take notes. Right. Observe what's going on around you. Dive a little deeper. If you're trying to get in real estate, you know, it's a limited supply. It just always mm -hmm. is, always will be. It's only so much dirt. Um, 
you know, it's never really a bad investment. It's just making sure you're buying at the right price points. And that's, that's just something that you echo in, in the stock market. It's the same for the real estate market. I mean, it's a market, right? You don't want to overpay for a good based on the time you're in. And I think one other thing too, is just step back from a mental standpoint, um, breathe, right? Like it's a lot coming at you. Uh, we live in that day and age where, you know, media comes in all forms. Bad news just gets more traction than good news, right? <laughs> so, you know, the scare tactics and all the stuff that's going wrong or whatever, I just, you know, advise people to breathe, focus on yourself first, mm -hmm. make sure the people around you are, you know, in, in good spirits. Find find something that like lifts your spirits up, right. right? And talk to people and share the word, right? Like like tell other be that calming voice in your circle. Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of people are looking for that calming voice and you know they're not finding it. Um so you know, do your do your due diligence on stuff, make sure you're in a good spot, you know. Take your money minute, check your money, check your accounts. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but just realize, like, you know, it, in, in the grand scheme of things, you're not in the worst financial spot that the country's ever been in. And likely, not even in your lifetime, you might just be, you know, you might just not remember that far back or just people have short-term memories, right? right? Like, things have been bad before and people have somehow made a lot of money. <laughs> Some people might have exactly. lost money and, and yep. like, went broke and bounced back. Mm -hmm. uh, people have lost jobs. People have lost houses. Right. But then look at where they are now, right? So don't don't think that everything is over and start shutting it down. Like don't hit the light switches and think, all right, close up shop. Like no, nah, like get to work. It's a it's just a different strategy right now. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I'm just excited because I know that a lot of things that were put in place, um, they still in place. You know, real estate mm -hmm. is a, is a slower moving monster, um, and so you know policies, funding, um, things like opportunity zones that we've been talking about. Like That's those true. are those strategies are still there. So what you're going to see is follow the money, right? Mm -hmm. We said something, you're going to see the money start to shift how they move. And I know you've been talking a lot about that in the stock market, but the right. same thing in real estate. Um, you know, money, the big money, especially, they're going to move and shift to things that they feel are a little safer, mm -hmm. um, that perform in, in a certain way during times like these. And so, again, just study up because the, the answers are out there. Yes, sir. The answers are out there. <laughs> and, and, you know, I like that, bro, because what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to down markets, whether it's real estate, whether it's stock market, whether it's, you know, whatever you're in, because some of you all are like in like luxury goods, you know, cars, mm -hmm. um, there, there are different markets and different economies. But when we look at it, the, the, and you said it, the biggest thing I notice a lot of people do is one, they get scared and they, they shut the lights off. Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I got to get out of here. I can't take the heat. And I personally, you know, I, I told you I, I want to say or, or let you know what I'm personally doing, but I'm also going to share what I think people should do, what you should do. And so what I'm doing is I, I'm studying harder than ever, right? When the markets are down, there's not a lot of opportunity. Well, there's a lot of opportunity. Let me say it that way. It's a lot of opportunity, but there's not a lot of short-term opportunity um, where it makes sense to be risky. So what I do is I like to go a little more long term because for most of you all who don't know who want to get into trading, who want to be stock traders and stuff, you know, things like that, you have to kind of move and maneuver with the markets. So if you think you're going to come up with a strategy and you're going to do that same thing every year for the rest <laughs> of your life, you are going to lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are going to lose. And, and I honestly could say I, I pretty much would go out on a limb and say that's pretty much any market. If you don't adjust with the market conditions, you will lose. So for me, knowing how to manage, that's the biggest thing. That's the word, the operative word 
for today is manage. Manage or management. And the reason why I say this is because if you don't know how to manage your emotions, manage your time, manage your focus, and manage your money, during these times, you will lose. You will lose. So once again, going back into what I'm doing right now, I'm focused. I'm focused and I'm managing my emotions. I'm managing my time different. And I'm more long-term, macro-focused. The reason why is because if we look over the last 100 years of the stock market, right? That's what I love about stock market because it has history, crazy history. If you look over the last 100 years, you notice that we always have times like this. Now, there are cycles that these times happen in, whether it's a 10-year cycle, a four-year cycle, whatever. There are cycles that these things happen in. And we notice that, hey, if you can just make it through that worst time during that cycle, yep. Yep. shit gets a whole lot better. It gets really, really good, good. Mm-hmm. right? And like you know, he said, this is usually the time where most people make their money. Like the most of their money, most of the money is made, or we call it a wealth transfer. Most of your wealth transfers happen during down economies, recessions. Um, I pretty much could tell you that you know it's how we got where mm-hmm. we are, right? We take advantage of deals. So for me. I'm taking a macro look at things and saying, hey, where is this going over the next five, eight, 10 years? I'll, I'll keep buying stuff because I'm still buying stocks. For those of y'all who think I'm sitting on the sidelines, scared with my fucking thumb in my mouth, you got another thing coming, right? Yeah. I am still buying shares. He's still buying shares. Like mm-hmm. we're buying still. And buying stuff. real estate. Yeah, and still buying too. real yeah. estate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still buying because we're not looking for returns tomorrow. We're not looking for the short term. We're saying, hey, is this cheap for five years from now? Like if I look at this stock, is this cheap now or is it cheap five years from now? And a lot of times, a lot of this stuff is cheap five years from now, right? Um, and I'd be the first person to tell you the stock market was overvalued. It was crazily overvalued um, just a year ago. But right now, a lot of stuff is looking very sweet for a five-year outlook. So that's what I'm going, that's what I'm kind of getting into right now, but I'm studying. And that's where I wanted to land for mm-hmm. all of you. Why? Because as I study, I get to, one, I get to look at what's going on right now. Why do we crash? What are we crashing, you know, around? Like what's going on during the crash? And then I get to go back and say, well, how many times have we crashed before this? And during those crashes, what happened? Right. Was it a war Was you know, was it inflation? I have to look at those things. Right. And these are some of the things I want you to look at. You know, were there new businesses coming out that people were just buying for the hell of it? If you look back at 2000. Yes. We can look at the dot com bubble. Same thing was going on. So the reason why I say study and pay attention is because if you actually look back, we call it back testing. If you look back and you back test some of this stuff, you come to realize that there's nothing to be afraid of at all, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, life goes on, <laughs> profits continue to come in, and if you know how to manage your emotions, you're going to be very well off in the next 10 years, 5, 10 years. So that's what I'm doing, and that's what I usually suggest. Study, 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 study. There are plenty of books you can read on this stuff. There are plenty stock charts to study. There are plenty, I mean, you name it. Study, become a better person during these times, because if you become a better t- person during these times, and you learn more about what's mm-hmm. going on, the fear goes away. Why do I say that? Because the fear 
literally is there because you don't know. We call it the fear of the unknown. Yep, that's right. really all it is. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, for example, if I told you an untied shoe could lead to you falling while you're walking, falling and bumping your head and killing yourself, or bumping your head, or, or falling and maybe falling on something sharp and like severely hurting yourself. Well, if you didn't know how to tie your shoes, you wouldn't walk without those shoes untied, <laughs> would you? You go, you know what? I don't think I'm going to wear these shoes or I'm just going to sit right here because my shoes are untied and I don't want to, yeah. I'm scared, right? But if you knew how to tie your shoe, you go, oh, that, that, whatever. Like, bend over, tie your shoe or sit down, tie your shoe mm-hmm. and then let's get to walking again, right? So I mentioned that because notice what I just gave you. I gave you something that you know about and then I gave you the action. So if you knew you could hurt yourself with untied shoes, you wouldn't just say, I know how to tie my shoes, but walk with them untied, would you? (laughs) You would actually take the action Mm -hmm. of tying the shoe so you don't fall. And this is what exactly what we're going through right now. I can see a lot of people who may know something, but they're not taking the action. They're not tying the shoe. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So I like you all to just study, 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 study history, study the stock market, study the history of politics if you want, study the history of wars, whatever you can do to gain an edge on what's going on right now to help you curb the fear or eliminate the fear, study it, become knowledgeable about it, and then apply what you learn. And I promise you these crashes, you'll look forward to them. <laughs> oh yeah. And I want to pick up, because like you said, you know, you talked about it, you, you want to learn this. One of the favorite things I remember is like, you know, whenever you see markets move, by the time the general public, quote unquote, general public know about it, like mm-hmm. the really wealthy people or the people who are going to make the most money from their move have already made their move. Absolutely. Like the moves are already made. And so I would say, you know, like taste a study, but it, like really be observant, right? Like explore certain things, like mm-hmm. become curious about stuff you haven't really been curious before, especially if it seems odd, because those are some mm-hmm. things that just are jumping out to you for a reason. And one of the examples I have now is um, really looking at uh, art, mm-hmm. you know, because we, we had a conversation about how there's very there's a there's a very strong pool now in the market for like right. luxury products like cars, and jewelry and certain yes. things or they pull, you know, absorption. And that's because, you know, money is, is the fiat currency is pretty mm-hmm. cheap. So, you know, and people are basically using leveraging that to buy things that are real assets. Right. But one of the things that jumped was art. And I was like, why is art like it's, it's like it's selling for these all of these records are being broken. Mm-hmm. And two things happen. It's well, why are people buying art? Who's buying art for these crazy prices? Right. And then who's selling it? <laughs> and you realize that there's, you know, insanely wealthy people that have had these huge art collections for however long. Right. And you do a little bit of research and you look at when they bought it. And the very interesting thing about it is they bought it in times like this one. And so when you realize that they bought art in a certain point, it was, okay, well, things were uncertain. Right. Look at what history tells you. And literally, you know, Tay talked about the stock market. The history of like of art, like going back to like the Renaissance, it's like you put money in this thing and consensus tells you that it will preserve value, especially if it's art that has traded and it has some type of value that's already been assessed. 
you let decades go by <laughs> and you bring that same piece of art that you didn't do anything to, you just mm -hmm. kept it in a certain safe place yep. and you put it back and it's a hundred X, 200 X, 300. And you're like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. But people are, but people are saying, Hey, I amassed this over time with the, with the, with the knowledge knowing that it wasn't going to go down in value. Mm -hmm. And so again, people are looking for very, very solid and stable assets. And so that's something that I would say, just pay attention to. And it doesn't always look like what you might think it looks like. It and I think that's, that's the part that is, <laughs> that's the part that he's, that, that Taylor's saying, he's like, man, you got to look at some of this stuff because mm -hmm. this stuff is right in front of your face. You just, you don't know how to see it almost. Yeah. It's like, you got to open your eyes, zoom out a little bit. Um, and then again, like I said, study how, you know, don't get down on yourself, right? If there's things, moves you want to make, whether it's starting a business, I would say learn a skill, whatever it is. Um, but usually it's the dollars around it. Look at how people did it in times that were like this or worse than this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're trying to buy a house and you're like, oh, it's going to get a lot harder, interest rates a lot higher. Go back, like I said, go back 20 years, go back even further than that and say, man, when interest rates were in the double digits, how are people finding a way to finance? Yes. Um, and then also be prepared of what might be immediately after this, right? Mm -hmm. So federal government just, you know, Mr. Biden just signed some, President Biden, about making housing um, affordability and housing access kind of pushed into law. So is this the right time? Or is now when you have times like this, what comes right after it? And knowing and, and doing the research on, well, maybe five or six months from now, this'll be the spot. Because mm -hmm. um, again, as, as housing supply dips, Inflation goes up, interest rates follow behind it to try to curb inflation. What happens is housing becomes more difficult to buy. Yep. And then the government says, well, we still want people to buy houses. So here are programs that come behind it. So start to look out and be prepared for what those programs may be. In the example of wanting to buy a house. And there's other stuff for businesses, small businesses, loans. Like, just know there's resources out there that are either created or like really expanded in times like these. Mm -hmm. So again, study or do your homework, explore some stuff. Don't just watch TV and like let all the negative news like go out and like find something to align with what you're trying to do in this moment. Right. No, I love that. I love that a lot because kind of like what you're getting to um, for me, the luxury goods, you know, like art. People kind of ignore it, you know, those things. Right. <laughs> and what I've noticed even with our community, when I say our community, I mean like millennials, black, brown, like the community mm -hmm. of, you know, our peers. They, they don't know anything about that. And I yeah. say they, cause I'm not, I'm not putting myself in that group with y'all. Cause I know exactly what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> and I say this because once again, people looked at me so crazy when I was buying the stuff that I was buying, mm -hmm. right? Why would you buy a Lambo? You don't need that. Why would you spend that much money on a watch? Why would you spend that much money on mm -hmm. this? Why would you spend that much money on that? And literally everything that I've purchased over the last two years <laughs> has well outperformed yeah. the stock market, mm -hmm. right? Well outperformed. And, you know, my answer to a lot of these people are always, well, I'm a trader. Like, I, I actually trade goods, mm -hmm. not just stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I trade goods. I like to trade goods. I buy low, I sell higher. That's my thing, right? And sometimes, if I know what I'm really doing, I buy high and I sell higher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. for me, you know, I, I definitely think people should, if this is, a you know, something you all want to do, I think you should study maybe something that you might be passionate about. For me, I like cars. For me, I like, you know, some watches, not really jewelry, just watches. I like nice watches. Um, 
for example, I had a Rolex Skydweller. Um, one of them I paid like not even 30K for it. I had just sold that not too long ago. I sold it for like 55, 56,000. So <laughs> we're talking almost like mm -hmm. uh, like 100 like mm -hmm. percent return, you know, on and a it's used like, good. On a used good. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I like talking about this stuff because let's just keep it real. Black and brown people, especially, I think everybody enjoys something nice. Yeah. Right? Everybody. You know, some people like travel, because a lot of my people say, I don't really need material things. I like to travel. Yeah, they want experiences. Yeah, they want experiences, experiences right? Mm -hmm. Fine, 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 fine. I like to travel too. And one of the reasons why that's not one of my favorite or one of my number one things I go to is because I can't resell that <laughs> travel. <laughs> right? I can't resell that experience. Um, and maybe somebody will argue me down and say, oh, yeah. you can film and you can do this and maybe you can. Yeah. For the percent of returns, my returns are going to be better with the materials. So for me, I like to go into markets that are low supply, high demand, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that's when we get into the whole car collection. And I'm mentioning this because I actually had like, I like to go on Instagram sometimes and troll. <laughs> I just like to troll. Like, who the hell is this motherfucker with a blue check and a million followers? In the comments, trolling people. <laughs> I like to troll. I won't be. I, I will not lie. I'll be honest. I like to troll sometimes, but I like to also be strategic in my mm -hmm. troll. So for me, I'm not just trolling for the sake of trolling or, or for the sake of being disagreeable. I like to go in and challenge people's mm -hmm. thought process. Yep. Right. Provoke further thought. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And one of those. Thought processes, you know, I'm glad we went here because I wanted to talk about this. One of the thought processes was um, somebody posted a podcast with Ocho Cinco uh, mm -hmm. on it, and he's talking about the fake jewelry. And he's like, man, yeah. you know, they've already done my background. They already, you know, before I go to the club, they already know who I am. They already know where I'm at. So I'm not buying real jewelry. I'm going to buy fake jewelry because it saves me a bunch of money, and I still get the same result. I get the women at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I get what he's doing. Yeah. You know, it's everybody. Props. It's gets a movie. It, right? He's performing. Exactly. Yeah. It's props. It's it's uh, theatrics. Yeah. I get it. But of course, everybody agreed to it. Now here was my angle. My angle was I'm thinking, hey, y'all are agreeing with that shit because he just told you it's okay to go put some fake jewelry on. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it works for your budget. And it right works now. for your budget. So now. Yeah. You don't have that much money to be buying any type of jewelry regardless, but now you're like, Ocho Cinco said, mm -hmm. we wear fake jewelry, so we all wear fake jewelry because it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's cool. And I challenged it. I said, well, hey, here's the thing. Number one, I'm not wearing fake jewelry. If I have it and I want it, I'll go buy it. Yep. Right? Because there is something to, that's said about purchasing something for a reason, and then acting like it's actually real, mm -hmm. right? Because at that point, it's almost like with business, right? If you know you're not that good at whatever your business is that you're selling, and then you create a price that's way over what you could actually deliver on, yeah. you have a hard time telling people that's how much it costs because you feel fake. You feel fake. That's, and that was my goal. That was my goal mm -hmm. to, like, to get across to the people. Um, or at least one of them. 
And I'm thinking to myself, listen, when you do stuff in a fake manner, in attempt to actually act like it's real, we got a problem, right? Now, if you know it's fake and, you, and you're like, no, this is fake, this is fake, 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 we cool, right? And, and a lot of women, they were like, you know, well, what about, you know, fake ass and fake boobs? I'm like, no, but we know it's fake. Everybody knows. They're like, no, like, yeah, I wouldn't. What about fake looks, fake skin? That's makeup, right? Fake skin. What about mm -hmm. the fake skin? It's like, no, we know it's makeup. So it's fine. Nobody's saying this is my real skin. This is not makeup. <laughs> Nobody's, you know, the women with the boobs, the boob job. Nobody's saying, hey, these are my real boobs. But I wouldn't got, I'm not gonna say nobody. Maybe there are some people yeah, out there yeah. saying that. But most people are like, no, like, I went and got enhancement, and I'm telling you, these are enhanced, right? That's fine. My problem yeah. with it was when you go into a, an arena and you say, hey, you know I'm rich, you know I'm the man, and that's why I got this real jewelry on, but you know it's fake. Now you walk around with this different type of feeling. Same thing with the business owner, like I mentioned. You go into a business and you say, I'm worth $10,000 a session, but you know you have a hard time telling people how much it costs because you know you're not worth $10,000 a session yet, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's, a, it's a real thing, it's a psychology. You know, I love psychology, that's yeah, my yeah, thing. Absolutely. That's what makes me good at the stock market. But I, so I wanted to say that because that's one thing, but now let's talk about the side of returns, right? Because mm. I like buying things that return yeah. money. <laughs> and so I challenged the fake jewelry thing and I said, hey, this is not a, it's not the right way to do it. You know, and this is for me personally, this is an opinion of mine. I said, this is what, you know, is wrong with our community because we think we have to do this to get a certain thing. So now you have the cap culture. And <laughs> of course, people didn't like that. Once again, like, oh, what do you mean? You know, cap culture, you saying? And it's like, no, listen, my man Ocho said, hey, they done their research already. They know who I am. I don't need to go buy real jewelry. Well, my challenge to that was, well, if you the man, you ain't got to buy no Nothing. jewelry. Nothing. Yeah, I don't have to show right? anything. Right. Mm -hmm. You have to buy any jewelry. And I say that because really, like, when I say really rich people, what I mean is people who actually are rich they don't have to do anything, right? They don't have to do anything. I just, I'm being honest. Yeah. They don't have to do anything. Like even for me, like when I'm going to get into it, especially when you're really rich and you kind of have those toys that you like already, like the cars, which I have my car because it goes up in value. Mm -hmm. The houses, I have the houses because they go up in value. And then some really, 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 really rich people have like $300 million yachts. Yeah, they got their boats. Yeah. That's it. yeah. Mm -hmm. When you have these things, you see these guys, they dress down. You know, yeah. they got sandals, you know, a little t-shirt here and there. <laughs> Because hey, buying that don't even matter right. anymore. Right. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. why would I buy, you know, designer shit? And I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a show on that. We'll, we'll talk about that next. Because I really want to talk and address why rich people do that. Because I hear a lot of people saying that. But they're saying like, I, I don't really need that. You know who I am. If Bill Gates walk in this motherfucker, you don't need to see a chain on Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Right? What are we talking about here? I'm Bill Gates. Yeah. What do you mean I ain't got no swag because I don't have a iced out necklace? <laughs> I will buy your job, fire you and your boss. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's yeah. so it's a different thing. That's what I'm, I want to get our people across. Like, 
if you want the jewelry, go get the jewelry, right? But if you're doing it for a reason, find out what that reason is and then find out, do I have to really buy fake jewelry to get that reason across or to yeah. get that thing across? Maybe you don't, right? Because honestly, I be I like I like Ocho Cinco. And Ocho, he can get the women without the fake jewelry. He, he doesn't have to do that. He can go in there with some regular shoes on, some regular clothes, <laughs> and you know, people gonna see that bald head of his and be like, man, that's Ocho, like, and the women gonna flock. Yeah. He he didn't have to play that game. So that's that was my thing. Yeah. yeah. Um because I think I think I mean I think it's interesting though, because like you said, it's it's the it's what your goal is. Yeah, absolutely. And, he, and like I said, hearing him say it, like I I understand where he's coming from, right? But here's the thing. He's somebody who has has made a lot of money for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So I always say this, you know, understand where you get your information from. And you, some people you don't compare what they do to what you do. Mm -hmm. What he does, he's like, look, that that doesn't even matter. And I think about it in the same way. Like I said, it's it's theatrics, like you said, mm -hmm. it's performing. If if Denzel Washington or somebody goes and you see them training day, he has all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's a movie. Right. He got chains stuff on. Mm -hmm. He's not going out like that on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm. And with Ocho Cinco and his point that he made is like, there's an expectation that I should look like this. Right. And or the kind of people that I want to pay attention to me expect me to look like this. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I always think that's kind of the thing. It's like, are you jumping through these hoops for somebody else's exactly. like? validation and i'm like exactly. no like my big thing is if you we talked about this already if you can't afford it and you decide what afford means if you can't afford it if you don't make that much money you just don't have it yet mm -hmm. you just don't have it mm -hmm. why are you out here trying to trick people right <laughs> like ojo Seco doing it it's i could buy it i just choose not to mm -hmm. And it's like, all right, but then everybody looks at you. And you talk about cap culture now, you know, you see these videos now where people carry the little, the little meter around because mm -hmm. it's like, we got to see what you really do. Exactly. Like, that's an evaluation that people feel like they got to do now. Like, mm -hmm. are you wearing all these chains? Is it real? And for me, I think it goes back to the point of if I'm going to present myself a certain way, I want to really have proven that to myself. Yes. And, I, and that's why I like when you said it's like, if you want to go out and tell somebody you worth X or you, you have X, didn't actually be worth that mm -hmm. or actually have it. Because mm -hmm. if not, what are you doing? Exactly. And like I said, if you're just doing it for the applause in the moment and whatever, if that's your goal, then, you know, okay. But that's like, that's a, that's, like you said, that's a psychology thing. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a different way of wanting to move through life. I just feel like as long as I understand me and I'm good mm -hmm. with myself, cool. Yep. And I think that's the point I wanted to make. Ocho Cinco is coming from a place of, I'm already good with me. Even though I'm wearing this for other people and doing it, I feel like he's pretty confident in what mm -hmm. he can do. Absolutely. If you hear him and I'm like, yeah, I'll buy fake jewelry too. <laughs> but are you confident in yourself exactly. before you before you make that choice? Like, don't exactly. just like, don't just, you know, listen to that ear hustling mm -hmm. <laughs> of like, yeah, that makes sense to me and go regurgitate it or like take that as principle when you haven't done the things he's done. Yep. You don't have the bank account he has. His point was, I could buy it, mm -hmm. but I choose not to. And like he said, he's if he's wearing this to go out to a club and people are gonna be feeling on him and grabbing on or whatever, he might be one of those people that's like, if I spend that much money on something, people can't touch me or it right. while I have it on. So I'm not wearing that out. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's the key point is you can afford it and you decide not to. Mm -hmm. Don't just take that as like, yeah, I'm gonna get fake stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna be clean. I'm gonna be that's fresh. Right. I'm wearing all this and they're gonna skip and they're gonna all the hard work. And skip the hard work. Yeah, <laughs> but we love that. You know, we like go from A to Z and you yes. skip all those other letters. Yep. And so, but the last thing I was gonna say about it too is, you know, if he's saying that in a group of people 
and you see the group of people around him start to agree, again, look at the people who are also around him mm -hmm. and what they think and feel about that kind of stuff. Because, you know, if he's on this show, he's talking to people and there are other athletes that mm -hmm. also have access to or have made millions of dollars. And honestly, some people would give them stuff to wear. Right. Like they would yeah, freely absolutely. give them something. Wear them, that's real. Wear it. Tell people you got it from me. Give it back. Like, like it, it means something totally different to them. Mm -hmm. So, like, don't be just trying to align yourself with what right. they said. They different dudes in different spaces doing different things. Absolutely, and, and you know that's what he, I I have nothing against Ocho Cinco and what he said because, like I said, I actually like Ocho. You know, that's one of my favorite uh, wide receivers. But um, I, I wanted to just bring in that extra perspective, mm -hmm. but also challenge our people. Because like I said, I, and I mentioned, you know, I like to throw that out a lot because honestly, I'm, I'm excited and I'm proud of my work, mm -hmm. right? I'm proud of my work because I'm not the only one doing this now. There are other people who go out and buy Rolexes and other things and they made money. They capitalize off it. And I'm like, I did that for my people, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. You, you went out and bought something that you could actually wear and enjoy and flash and show off, right? And be like, oh, yeah, I got the Rolex, I got the Rolex. And then once inflation kicked up some more and things went, you know, south, <laughs> your Rolex went up. And I literally have people call me every day or, talk, or text me every day. And they're like, hey, Tay, I appreciate you because, yeah, like I have some Audemars. I have some, you know. Pat, Patek, you know, Philippe's, mm. and I have some other, you know, Rolexes, things like that, and they went up in value, like they really did. And, you know, I paid 40, 50K for this. I just sold one for $120,000. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, yeah. right? Yeah. Congratulations, because mm -hmm. while the market's falling, you just, you know, you cashed out, and now you can go put that in the market. Why shit is cheap? So it was one of those things, that, and I, like I said, I, I mentioned that on that post because. I knew a lot of uh, people didn't know that. Yeah. And I got a lot of those comments. Nobody's paying more than you pay for something used. And it's like, <laughs> you have surprise, no idea. Surprise. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> no idea at all. Mm -hmm. And that, like I said, that's definitely something I want to continue. But real quick, the thing that's really interesting too is people should stop saying that now, right? Like, yeah. so right now what happened with the whole chip shortage mm -hmm. and all the logistics and everything, it, it, the world doubled down on limiting supply mm -hmm. increases value. Absolutely. And the used car market went crazy. Mm -hmm. Like the truck that I have that I bought that on paper should have been worth like 40 grand. Mm -hmm. It was worth like 60. Yeah. And it was just because they can't get enough of them. Mm -hmm. And this is a truck that's got like, well, at the time when I looked, because I was like, man, maybe I'm going to sell this. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm sell this. I don't need it. But literally, like it went up, it was like literally a third more valuable mm -hmm. than it should have been just based off of like payments and what the projection was because you just didn't have access to them. And those good, and it was used. Like it had almost 30,000 miles on it. Absolutely. But again, it can be used. You can have things that are used. Value is based off of either the quality of the good or mm -hmm. access to the goods. And usually those things go together um, in, the, in the abundance of the goods. And then too, when you're talking about precious metals or precious items, mm -hmm. like they don't, they don't go down. They don't go down. You know, the Rolexes, they diamonds, and you got gold, y'all. I'm like, and people look at it, and it's like, yeah. And then one thing I'll say this too, because Tay didn't directly say it, but in times like these, when if you have a problem or you feel like you're complaining about like the cost of other like basic needs, 
don't go buy stuff you don't need. <laughs> like, please don't. Like, now, now, like, we talked about this learning the worst and time. learning skills, whatever. Like, now is a really good time to work on your discipline. Mm -hmm. Like, find the things that you really are core to what you need. Focus on that. And the other stuff, like, start eliminating it. Because, again, Absolutely. when things start to swing up, that discipline and not and having the ability to not buy and waste your time or your money on stuff, mm -hmm. it will serve you greatly when you actually are on and things are in an uptick. Because right now, all of those dollars or whatever the time you spent is precious and if you're out there and if you're out there trying to figure out how to get that bs that you really didn't need but the market was hot and you felt like you were doing good and you didn't got those bad habits go and flush those down the drain yep. and start getting some new habits but yeah don't 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 buy the fake jury because you can't resell it right i mean if you're gonna flaunt it and you're gonna get your use out of it i guess but like you know taste telling you put put your money in things that either preserve your wealth or increase your wealth mm -hmm. and now's the time to learn exactly what those things are yeah absolutely absolutely that's spot on bro so yeah family just you know i'm always gonna troll y'all i'll be honest you know on instagram i'm gonna troll some of those popular posts because i want to throw in a different outlook or a different mindset and challenge you you know some people gonna jump on me because it's different and they're like ah oh, that ain't right because if you don't think like i think you're wrong but <laughs> I'm always going to bring that that energy where it's like, hey, I could be wrong, but, you know, I think on one of the posts I said something like, I was like, I've accumulated more wealth than like 40 generations of your family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you might want to listen to me. <laughs> right. But and that's, you know, it's a very asshole way of saying things. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a very asshole way of saying things. But am I lying? Right. Am I lying? Like there are some people who like 40 generations of you know their family, they haven't made a lot of money and clearly something is wrong. Yeah. There's something wrong in that generation. It's like, hey, you might want to actually listen to the guy who could help change the trajectory of your generation. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm making. You know, that's the only point I'm trying to make. So other than that, family, we love y'all. Uh, we're going to keep banging these out because I know, you know, you love them. Like I said, if you have any questions, any topics that you want us to cover, leave us a five-star review and leave the topic or question in the review. We'll get to it. Other than that, y'all keep doing y'all studies. Stay calm. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.